This is the Colts Daily Update, a look at the latest with the Indianapolis Colts. Now, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor, from the Power Home Solar Radio Studio. Hey, happy hump day. This is the Colts Daily Update. Thanks for joining along, and we're talking ball for the next 15 minutes, leading you into Pacer pregame. The Blue and Gold hosts the Hawks tonight at the Fieldhouse. Coming up in just a bit, I'm going to go one-on-one with Colts tight end Jack Doyle. He's coming off his best game of the year. 81 receiving yards and a touchdown against Tampa Bay. And we'll give you some news and notes on the Colts and also set the scene for week number 13 with the Texans. The Colts are 6-6, 10th place in the AFC playoff standings. And as we said yesterday, only a half game out of the playoffs with the Chargers at 6-5 holding down the seventh seed in the last wild card spot at the moment. The Texans come into the game 2-9, and nine, well out of the playoff picture, but they've got a new quarterback now compared to the first time the Colts saw them back in week number six. At the helm now is the veteran Tyrod Taylor, who has started the last three games after missing six games with a hamstring injury. The Colts beat the Texans 31-3 to back in week six, but they did so when rookie Davis Mills was that quarterback. And in that game, the Colts offense feasted on the Texans. They had eight chunk plays in that game, five runs over 10 yards, and three pass plays over 25. And Jonathan Taylor had a monster game that afternoon. He ripped off 145 rushing yards and two touchdowns, and his 10.4 rushing average in that game was the fifth most in a single game in franchise history. He also broke an 83-yard run in the third quarter of that game. That was the longest rush by a Colts player ever and the longest carry by an NFL player this season. On the injury front for the Colts, several guys obviously looking to find the energy and the toughness for one more game before the bye week next week. The Colts will have played 13 straight games without a week off. The team is still evaluating DeForest Buckner, who is dealing with a knee injury after Sunday's loss to the Bucks. He met with the media today and said he plans to play against the Texans this week despite hyperextending that knee against Tampa, but he still played more than 70% of the snaps last week and As we said, he's been one tough player for the Colts. He hasn't missed a game due to an injury in a Colts uniform since joining the team last season. Elsewhere, Frank Reich met with the media today and said that safety Kari Willis will be designated to return this week. He practiced with the team today, so we'll see if the Colts activate him off of IR later on this week and put him on the active roster. He's missed the last four games, has not played since Halloween with a calf and a knee injury. Hypothetically, if he does play, he could be back in the starting lineup and take the place of George Odom who's played very well, by the way, for the Colts in Willis's absence. He has 26 tackles in the last four games and an interception in that time for the Colts. All right, that's the news of the day on Indianapolis. And Jack Doyle joins us coming up on the other side to talk about moving on from the loss to Tampa and getting ready for the home stretch with only five games to go. We're back in just a moment in front of the Pacer game here on the Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Trying to get up to speed on the Colts? This is your one-stop shop, the Colts Daily Update. Here's your host, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts, from the Power Home Solar Radio Studio. Colts Daily Update is back. The Pacers take on the Hawks. Coverage starts at the bottom of the hour, but earlier today, I went one-on-one with Jack Doyle, who had a big game against the Bucs on Sunday. He posted a season-high 81 receiving yards and a touchdown against Tampa. It was also his best receiving game since 2017. And I asked Jack earlier today how he uses the 24-hour rule after big wins and tough losses like last week. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. Um, obviously, we, we, we wanted that one. Um, but, you know, it, it, it gives you an extra boost coming in here uh, um, and, and getting ready for the Texans. And obviously, 
gives you another boost being a division game. You know, those are always tough ones, and mm-hmm. you got to bring your A game. Um, so we're excited for the challenge this next week. And you're a pro's pro, Jack. This is year number nine for you. How have you improved in that regard when it comes to compartmentalizing the big wins and getting over the tough losses? Yeah, you just – I've come to realize just how long of a season it is. And you you know, Coach always says it, you know, throughout the season, throughout a game even, you can't ride the ebbs and flows of the season. It would just tear you apart. Mm-hmm. Um, you, no matter win, lose, or draw, or you had a good game or a bad game or a good play or a bad play, you got to just move on to the next play and put everything you can into the, the details of, of trying to make that the best game you've ever played, make that the best play you've ever played. You know, you, you just you just keep moving on and, and doing one step at a time. That's so well said. When did you learn that? At, at what point in your career did you start to be a little bit more stable in terms of the mental mindset throughout a 16-, 17-game regular season schedule? Yeah, I think you try it. You know, you hear it early on and you try um, to do it, and you do it in spurts, you know, and, and, and I've – you know, I don't know if I could put an exact pinpoint on sure. it, um, but you just try to keep, you know, improving at it every year. I wouldn't say I'm perfect at it now, you know, and yeah. and, and you just keep trying to improve at it and, and, and focus on, you know, one step, one detail at a time. And, and all, all that really matters is the next thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. And all that really matters in my week right now is knocking out this interview with you and then I'm going <laughs> to go eat lunch. You know, that, that's all that matters right at this time. Um, so you just try to take it one step at a time and, 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 you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm being the best me when, I, when I'm doing that. Well, we appreciate the time there from Jack Doyle before lunchtime here at Colts Tight End is with us. <laughs> and I know this is a loaded question, especially right before lunch, Jack, but, but three losses against good teams when you've been up by double figures. Can you pinpoint why it's been tough to close those games out and, and what you can identify as improvement areas down the stretch here? Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I think each game has been different. Um, I don't think you could pinpoint to one thing and just say, oh, that's it, you know, let's fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, each game's been different in its own way. Um, but it, re- it really just comes back down to, you know, you, you got to, you know, you got to finish good teams off. Like they're good te- like you said, against good teams. They're good teams for a reason. Um, and, and, you know, we, ju- we just got to, you know, take it one play at a time, you know, not looking in the past, not looking mm-hmm. in the future, just, just, just all we got to do is pour everything into each play. Um, and, and, and I think we will do that. I think we'll continue to get better at that. Um, because that's, that's the, that's the, the process that Frank does mm-hmm. such a good job of putting us through is, is getting better as the season goes on. And that, that's what you want to be doing. You don't want to be hitting your peak and, right. you know, in late October, you want to hit your peak in, in December and January. So, so that, that, that's our goal, and, and that's what we're, we're hoping to do. That's Jack Doyle. Colts tied in with us. He's coming off a big game, 81 yards receiving against Tampa Bay. Jack, what went into your big game? What was it about the Tampa defense that allowed you specifically to capitalize on them? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we do such a good job as an offense of, of, of spreading the ball around, and, and Carson does such a good job of that. And we, We've done a good job of that since Frank got here. Um, and, and trusting a lot of different guys. So it's kind of a week-by-week week thing, I feel like, you know, and you just you try to be in the right spots, um, you know, and, 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 and be in the right spots for Carson. And, and um, you know, the, the ball just happened to find me a, a few more times this week, and uh, you just never know how it's going to go going into the game. Um, um, but, but, but that's just how it went. Yeah, so, but, you know, that's just... but you've been targeted 17 times in the last three games, Jack. I know you're a big diva, right? I mean, so you're going to Carson Wentz and you're saying, <laughs> throw me the ball, bro. I'm tired of this. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, yeah, it really is just like it, you just try to be in the right spots, and the ball comes. Mm-hmm. Some, you you try and catch it. You know, that's 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 the motto I try to take, and um, and um, that's just the way. Like I said, that's just the way this offense set up because we have such good players. Yeah. Um, you know, in the tight end room, we have such good players at wide receiver that the ball gets spread around, and it keeps defense on their heels. You know. Um, they're not just trying to take away one guy. Um, so, so I think it helps us and makes us a better offense. No doubt about that. Jack Doyle with us. He's not the diva, by the way. He is one of the better locker room guys the Colts have. And speaking of that, you're always one of the best blocking tight ends in the game every year, Jack. How rewarding is it for you to block for a guy like Jonathan Taylor? What is that like blocking for him and then seeing that number 28 zip past you down the field? It's it's not a better feeling, you know, to, to have to, to to make a block and you feel the guy, you know, obviously it's Jonathan a lot, <laughs> the guy go by you, and and knowing your block helps him, you know, yeah. get some more yards. That that's that's football in a nutshell to me. That's what it's all about. Um, and Jonathan's so great at being just a team guy mm-hmm. and like and just wanting to be a part of it, just wanting to help in any way he can, and he's so freaking good that it just like. It, it, he, he, he's, he sometimes feels like he's not real because he's so right. good and the way he carries himself and the character he has is something that, you know, this city is lucky to have, you know, the NFL is lucky to have, um, you know, I, you can't say enough good things about Jonathan. He, he truly is. He <laughs> truly is one of a kind. No, there's, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, we all thought, I mean, I, I'm interested from your perspective last year as a rookie coming in, Jack, I, I'm sure you thought he would be good. But did you think he would be this good in year number two for him? You know, initially, you know, he kind of got – obviously got thrown in, you know, probably earlier than, than you know, the Colts wanted to throw him in with Marlin going down week right. one last year um, with the Achilles. But, you know, he – you know, he and, and then it was like, oh, you know, he, he wasn't – you know, people didn't think he was playing really good. But, the, you know, the guy had no no preseason games. Exactly. You know, had yep. no offseason. Mm-hmm. Like, it – and we just expect him. Oh, go out there and you know, hey, go do run it for all this. And yeah. then he got going as a year, as a you know, as everybody. You get more reps. That's the only way to get better. And he he put the work in, the time in. You know, you know, he's always out there catching extra passes and, and, and expanding his game that way. Right. Um. You know, he, he and then you you saw him in that groove. And then once he's gotten that groove, um. Yeah. You know, I, I would say yeah. This year I expected him to to. to you know, maybe not be like he is, you know, but <laughs> but you expect a big you expect a big things out of him just because of the way he works and what he the you know the attention to detail he puts in, and then obviously just his ability, um, and, and you expect his good things, and uh, and he's proven he's proven that, and, you know, and, and going above um, expectations. No doubt about that. Jack Doyle, right there, Colts tight end with us, and Jack. Obviously, every season it's a grind, but. How grueling of a season has this been for you? 13 straight games without a week off, and really it's been longer than that when you factor in training camp. You guys reported to camp in late July, and you really haven't had an extended period of time off since then. How are you holding up physically right now? <laughs> I'm doing good. It's, uh, it obviously is tough um, to, to do the, you know, the 13 in a row and, and with the extra game. Um, you know, the bye weeks are – the bye week's funny. Like, obviously – you you want a, a late buy? I think it's going to help us. And but you always just like, I feel like the bye week, it comes for each guy. Each guy wants it at different times, and it's basically when you're banged up throughout the year. Mm-hmm. You know that's when you want it. You know when your team's banged up the most, you want the bye week. Um, so you never know how that's going to go through a season. 
Um, but yeah, it, it'll be nice to have this late, and you know, obviously, got to take care take care of business this week, and then going in and, and, and seeing what our final stretch is, is, is about. We got four to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go, you know, and and hopefully we can we can you know get a win this week and, and, and keep some momentum rolling um, uh, into it. All right, last couple of things with Jack Doyle with us. As I said, doubling back, year number nine for you, Jack. Are you still having fun? Like, how much do you still enjoy the process, the grind? and the camaraderie of the locker room. Yeah, I, I, I when you're out there, um, there's nothing better. Like, the moments of, of being in the huddle and and trying to, you know, talk things over on the sideline mm-hmm. and, and, and in the locker room, like, I, I love that stuff. I, I, that's, I love that about football and having a ton of fun out there playing. You know, there's nothing better than, you know, in, in playing a team game like it, like football is and, and taking everybody to come together to, you know, to get a first down, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just, there's, it's just, that, that's truly what I love about football. Um, and, and yeah, I'm having a blast. Doubling back to last Sunday, uh, you were one of the few guys that's still on this team that played with Robert Mathis, of course, just inducted into the ring of honor. I know you didn't get to see that moment because you were in the locker room there at halftime, but with Robert, what did he mean to you especially early on in your career? Yeah, Robert, Robert was the ultimate leader, the ultimate mentor um, to me, you know, and I, I still, you know, stay in some, some touch with Robert. Mm-hmm. He, he just was, he was just, he was just awesome in every way. The way he carried himself um, on and off the field, the way he practiced, practiced, um, you know, and obviously I saw him late in his career. I, I would love to see young Robert Mathis running down on kickoff, <laughs> um, but it was a, uh, it, it truly was an honor to get to play with him and, and get to pick his brain. Um, and then he, you know, he, he helped us out coaching there for a little bit. Um, so it's, it, it's awesome, obviously deserving and he earned it, but you know, he did it the hard way. He, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think he's a, you know, I assume he's a late round draft pick. I think he was drafted, um, late round draft pick and, and, and has earned his way every step of the way. Um, and, and earned his respect. Um, you know, basically invented the quarterback strip, you know, going after the ball as a sack guy, basically invented that. Now you see everybody teaching that. Um, so, you know, Robert's the man in in every way (laughs) and, uh, and Colts fans are are lucky to have him. Indeed. All right, Jack Doyle. Finally. Hey, I mean, we're talking death taxes and then the Irish, the cathedral football team winning another (laughs) state title, man. The Irish knocking off Zionsville there at Lucas Oil Stadium. Did you go to the game? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't go. I watched it. Um, we were meeting. Uh, we had to go meet Santa that night, so I wasn't able ah, to make it to the game. I got you. Okay, um, with the kids and stuff. <laughs> sure. So, uh, but I, I watched it uh, when we got home. It didn't start till I thought it was supposed to start at like seven or seven thirty, and it, <laughs> it ended up. You know, those games always get pushed back. Mm-hmm. I guess the the three A game was was a really good one. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, you know, Cathedral. Those guys. Those you could just tell by watching the game. Those kids play. You know, for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what that's what high school football is all about, and and they they do it the right way. I'm really proud of them. Um, you know, I would love to see them get. In, I wish they would got a rematch with Center Grove, um, and and because they played them at the end of the regular season. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we're probably I don't know the rules exactly. But we're probably moving up, so maybe we'll get a shot at them next year. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can I take think, your crack at them next year because I think yeah, you're right. I think, I think we'll have the yeah we'll have the quarterback back. Um, and then the receiver that was playing really well, thirteen. He, um, I, I heard he was a junior on the TV broadcast. So, nice. uh, so yeah. Hopefully they'll have a, a and always play good defense at Cathedral. So yeah. Hopefully they'll get a shot out of next year. Well, hey, I know you got lunch waiting, but I mean, do you have any desire to go back? I mean, is is coaching in your blood? Has anybody from Cathedral reached out to you to 
you know, once you know the Colts, your career with the Colts is over, any any desire to go back and coach at the alma mater? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I could see myself doing that um, at some point and and getting into high school coaching. Sure. Um, we'll see. We'll see where. Uh, We'll see where you know where life takes me once I'm done doing. Well, this. I'm not. And, I'm not uh, trying to kick you out just yet because we need you. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not yeah. what I'm implying. <laughs> yeah, no, but you got to think about it. You know, yeah. life goes on. Uh, this, this, you know, this game doesn't last forever mm-hmm. uh, for us. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I definitely see. You know, you know, I've spent all this time doing football. You know, I, I don't really know much else. Um, so, <laughs> I guess I got to, you know. I got to use that knowledge and then kind of spread it out. So yeah, I could see myself uh, get back into high school coaching. Well, I think you're a, you're a well-rounded fella, Jack Doyle, right there. He's going to pass on his football knowledge one way or another. That's the Colts tied in with us, Jack. Thanks so much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Congratulations on all your success so far this season. Enjoy lunch and good luck coming up on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Matt. We'll talk to you soon. That's Jack Doyle, the second longest tenured Colt, by the way, behind only T. Y. Hilton. And that's all the time we have tonight. We're up against it. Pacer pregame is coming up next. I'm Matt Taylor, and we'll have more on the Colts and the Texans tomorrow here on the Colts Daily Update right here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Good night.